Before we start our story, we invite you to join the Circle Round Club. As a member, you can get ad-free episodes, bonus bedtime stories, early access to Circle Round events, and a personalized birthday message from me, Rebecca Shear. Join now and support the public radio podcast you love at WBUR.org slash Circle Round Club. WBUR Podcasts, Boston. Hi, Rebecca Shear here. Here at Circle Round, we're taking time off as we gear up for all sorts of cool things. We're preparing a super fun sixth season of folktales from around the world. We're releasing the first two Circle Round picture books, and we're going on a book tour. To learn more about how to get your Circle Round books and how to see us live, visit our website, wbur.org slash circle round. So, with so much going on, today we're bringing you a special encore edition from the Circle Round archives. A really great story you may have missed the first time around. We'll be back with a brand new episode soon. In the meantime, enjoy! Do you know someone who wishes they could change something about themselves? Maybe a friend who thinks her hair is too short. Or a family member who believes life would be so much better if he were just five inches taller. In today's story, we'll meet a character who wishes she could change everything about herself. But when she gets her wish, she's in for a big surprise. I'm Rebecca Shear, and welcome to Circle Round, where story time happens all the time. Today our story is called The Gloomy Pine Tree. Versions of this tale originally come from the European country of Germany. Some really great people came together to bring you our adaptation of this folktale, including Michael Michelle Harris. Grown-ups, you might recognize Mimi Harris, as she's known from the ABC comedy Mixed-ish. So, circle around, everyone, for the gloomy pine tree. One spring morning, in the middle of a great big forest, a tiny pine tree began to grow. Or should I say, a tiny gloomy pine tree began to grow. You see, even though she was just a little sapling, already the little tree was as glum as can be. Ugh, look at me. I'm growing all these spiky, waxy needles and these scaly, prickly pine cones. All the other plants and trees in the forest are so much more beautiful than I am. The pine tree cast a longing glance at the flowers. I mean, look at those flowers. Those daisies, for instance. They have such elegant green stems. Such delicate white petals. Oh, if only I could be a flower like them. Two of the daisies happened to overhear the gloomy pine tree's words. So, you wish you were a flower, eh? Like us? Yes, I do. I wish I were a flower like you. You know, darling, being a flower isn't really all it's cracked up to be. If you could spend just a little while in our roots, you'd know what we're talking about. The pine tree waved a needly branch. Oh, you two must have been in the sun too long this morning, because you're talking nonsense. If I were a daisy, I'd be graceful and bright and soft and pretty. So, so 
children. <sighs> but what's the use of pining away? I'll never be a daisy. Never. That night, along with all the other plants and trees, the gloomy pine tree went to sleep. But when she awoke the next morning... Oh my goodness! Something was different. Very different. Gone were the pine tree's spiky, waxy needles. Gone were her scaly, prickly pine cones. Instead, she had been transformed into... A daisy! Complete with an elegant green stem and delicate white petals. Whoa! I cannot believe this is happening. I'm a daisy! A daisy! Woohoo! The gloomy pine tree, or should I say the delighted daisy, fluttered her leaves and bobbed her head. Never had she felt such joy, such happiness. But then, as the spring days flew by and summer grew nearer, something happened. Her delicate white petals began to wither, and her green leaves wilted. Her soft head kept drooping down, and try as she might, she couldn't lift it up again. Alarmed, she called out to her fellow daisies. Um, daisies? What's going on here? I'm drooping and wilting and withering all over the place. The other daisies shrugged. Now you see what we were warning you about, darling. Sure, we daisies bloom and look all soft and pretty. But after a while, we droop and wilt and wither. That's just the way it is. I don't like the way it is. I don't want to be a daisy anymore. She cast a glance around the forest. Her eyes landed on an apple tree. You know what? I want to be a fruit tree, like that apple tree over there. Branches are bursting with clusters of apples. How cool is that? Oh, if only I can be an apple tree. The apple tree happened to overhear her words. Okay, let me get this straight. You wish you were an apple tree. Like me. Yes, I do. I wish I were an apple tree like you. You know, kid, being an apple tree isn't always a walk in the park. Not that any of us plants can walk, but you know what I mean. The gloomy pine tree, or should I say the disappointed daisy, shook her droopy head. No, I don't know what you mean. If I were an apple tree, I'd be as content as can be. And I'd be so proud of the fruit bursting out of my branches. Back when I was a pine tree, all I had were those scaly, prickly pine cones. <sighs> But what's the use of pining away? I'll never be an apple tree. Never. That night, she went to sleep. But when she awoke the next morning... Wow! Something was different. Very different. No longer did she have a wilted green stem and withered white petals. Instead, she had been transformed into... Complete with knobby brown branches bursting with clusters of little green apples. Check this out! My wish came true! I'm an apple tree! An apple tree! Hooray! 
The gloomy pine tree, or should I say the ecstatic apple tree, shivered with delight. Never had she felt such joy, such happiness. But then, as summer turned to fall, and her little green apples grew into plump, ripe red ones, something happened. Something that she never, ever expected. What do you think happened to our pine tree turned daisy turned apple tree? We'll hear how the story continues after a quick break. Support for Circle Round comes from Indeed. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Ditch the busy work and use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And listeners will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Circle Round. That's Indeed.com slash Circle Round. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Before we get back to our story, have you heard about the Circle Round Club? It's a super fun way to support the public radio podcast you love and get all sorts of perks, including a welcome box with special Circle Round Club swag, weekly activity emails, monthly newsletters, and early access to Circle Round events. You can also get bonus bedtime stories, behind-the-scenes videos, ad-free episodes, and a personalized birthday message from me, Rebecca Shear. Sign up now at WBUR.org slash Circle Round Club. Welcome back to Circle Round. I'm Rebecca Shear. Today our story is called The Gloomy Pine Tree. When we left off, a gloomy little pine tree wished she could be a daisy. And lo and behold, she became a daisy. But as spring turned to summer, her petals withered and her head drooped, so she wished she could be an apple tree. And wouldn't you know it, she became an apple tree. At first, her apples were small and green. But as they grew riper and riper, they turned bigger and bigger and redder and redder. Then, one crisp autumn afternoon... Wow! Look at that one, Daddy! She heard two unfamiliar voices. My goodness, son. Those apples look great. She looked around and saw two strange animals coming toward her. One was tall, and one was short. The animals both walked on two legs, and unlike the other creatures in the forest, they didn't have fur or feathers. And rather than paws or claws, they had hands, and each one held a basket. What did I tell you, kiddo? I promised we'd find the tree with the most gorgeous apples. And here it is! The gloomy pine tree, or should I say the ecstatic apple tree, quivered with pride. Now that's more like it. Back when I was a pine tree, nobody ever praised me for my spiky needles or prickly pine cones. But these creatures are thrilled to see me. How about them apples? But then, all of a sudden, the tree felt a little tug. Then another. Yikes! 
and another. Yowza! That's when she realized the two creatures were picking her apples and putting them in their baskets. Aghast, she called out to the other apple tree. Um, apple tree, what's happening? Why are these strange creatures picking my apples off? The apple tree shook its branches. Look, kid, I told you, being an apple tree isn't always a walk in the park. <laughs> well, every autumn, human beings come and pick your apples. <laughs> if you're lucky, they leave a few behind. But then those leftovers get all shriveled and mushy and full of worms. That's just how it goes. I don't like how it goes. I don't want to be an apple tree anymore. She glanced around the forest. Her gaze landed on a maple tree. You know what? I want to be a maple tree, like that one right there. It's just so majestic, and see how some of its leaves are green? But others are turning gold and yellow and orange and red. Oh, if only I could be a maple tree. The maple tree happened to overhear her words. Wait a second, wait a second. You really wish you were a maple tree? Like me? Yes, yes I do. I wish I was a maple tree just like you. You know, friend, being a maple tree isn't all fun and games. You really don't know what it's like. The gloomy pine tree, or should I say the eager apple tree, scoffed. Yes, I do know what it's like. It's amazing. If I were a maple tree, I'd have a real big regal trunk and those amazing pointy leaves. And come the fall, they'd turn all sorts of awesome colors. <sighs> but what's the use of pining away? I'll never be a maple tree. Never. That night, the pine tree turned daisy, turned apple tree, went to sleep. But when she awoke the next morning... Something was different, very different. She was no longer an apple tree with knobby brown branches and plump fruit. Instead, she had been transformed into a maple tree, complete with a towering trunk and thousands of red and orange and yellow leaves sparkling in the sun. The gloomy pine tree, or should I say the merry maple tree, swung her branches and listened to her leaves rustle. Never had she felt such joy, such happiness. But then, as the autumn days flew by and winter grew nearer, something happened. Once all of her leaves changed colors, they began to grow crispy and brittle. Then they fell right off Soon, her branches were bare, and the ground around her was covered in crumbly brown leaves. Mystified, she called out to the other maple tree. Um, maple tree? What's all this about? My leaves are gone, and I'm getting so cold, it's freezing out here. The other maple tree tilted its branches. Friend, I tried to tell you. Being a maple tree isn't always fun and games. Every autumn, our green leaves change colors, get all crunchy, then fall to the ground. That's just the way things are. Well, I don't like the way things are. 
And I don't want to be a maple tree anymore. I don't want to be an apple tree. And I don't want to be a daisy. I want to be something that stays nice and green all year long. I don't want humans going around and picking all the stuff off my branches. And no matter how freezing cold it gets outside, I want to stay nice and warm and snuggly. <sighs> but what's the use of pining away? I'll never be all those things. Never, ever. That night, the pine tree turned daisy, turned apple tree, turned maple tree, went to sleep. But when she awoke the next morning... Would you look at that! Something was different. Very different. She was no longer a maple tree, with crumbly leaves strewn around her. Nor was she an apple tree, with apples bursting from her branches. And nor was she a delicate little daisy. Instead, she had spiky, waxy needles, designed to stay on her branches all year long and protect her from ice and snow. She had prickly pine cones, with scales that actually closed up to protect the tiny seeds inside from cold temperatures, brisk winds, and any animals that tried to eat them. In short, she had been transformed into, yes... A pine tree! But not a gloomy pine tree, no. From that day forward, she was a glad, grateful, glorious pine tree who didn't want to be anything but herself. Now it's your turn. Pick one of your favorite people, a family member or friend, and think about all the things that make them them. All the things that make them unique. Maybe they have a really great laugh or a fun sense of style. Maybe they bake the chewiest chocolate chip cookies ever or give the warmest hugs. Think about all those things, then share your list with that person. After that, have them make a list about you. In the end... Not only will you appreciate each other even more, you'll appreciate yourselves. This week's story, The Gloomy Pine Tree, was adapted by me, Rebecca Shear. It was edited by Virginia Marshall. Circle Round's executive producer is Catherine Brewer. Our original music and sound design is by Eric Shimalonis. You can find The Music of Circle Round, Volume 1, Eric's compilation of music from our first season of the podcast, on iTunes, Amazon, and the CD Baby Store. To learn more, visit our website, wbur.org slash circle round, and click on Soundtrack and Coloring Pages. While you're there, you can print out, yes, our coloring pages. Circle Round's artist, Sabina Hahn, has made a black and white picture for every single story, and you can color them in. Again, visit wbur.org slash circle round. Special thanks to this week's actors, May Hedges, Maisie Scarpa, Igor and Eric Shimalonis, Alexia Trainer, Chris Tucci, and Michael Michelle Harris. You can check out Mimi Harris's sitcom, Mixedish, on ABC. This week's featured instrument was the glockenspiel. You can learn more about this member of the percussion family and see a picture on our website. Once more, that's wbur.org slash circle round. Never want to miss a Circle Round episode? 
You grown-ups can subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And please leave us some stars, write a review, or just tell your friends about the show. Circle Round is a production of WBUR, Boston's NPR news station. I'm Rebecca Shear. Thanks for circling round with us. One of the best things about creating Circle Round is hearing from listeners like you. Circle Round fans have been telling us about their favorite Circle Round stories, and we're excited to share some of their voices with you. Hello, my name is Gigi, and I'm from Brooklyn. My favorite episode of Circle Round is getting skunked. I like the part when the skunk gets thrown on ashes and smells really bad. Hello, my name is May. I live in New Hampshire. My favorite Circle Round story is Treasure Mountain because I like the part where all them get lost and then didn't have the key to open it. Hi, my name is Ellis. I'm from Salem, Oregon, and my favorite Circle Round story is The Mountain Guardian. I like the part where the lion gives the shepherd its lots of coins. Hi, my name is Kylie, and I'm from Pella Manor, New York, and my favorite Circle Round story is The Horse of a Different Color. My favorite part is when Valentina removes her armor and her sister's feet because they're so surprised. Hi, my name is Odin and I'm from Salem, Oregon and my favorite go-round is the Mountain Guardian. I like the part where the lion gives all the gold to the shepherd. My name is Azalea. I live in Peterborough. My favorite story is the bright yellow hack because she saves the tree and boy. Did someone mention an episode you missed? No problem. You can find every single Circle Round story on our website. That's wbur.org slash circle round or wherever you and your grown-ups get your podcasts. <laughs>